Welcome to the baseball show. Chicago's only interactive nightly show focused on the Cubs, the White Sox, and Major League Baseball. On radio, on app, on podcast. Listen to the show your way on ESPN 1000 or the new ESPN Chicago app. Presented by Goose Island Beer Company and sponsored by the Points Bet Sportsbook. The Baseball Show on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000. the baseball season it's the red line rivalry tonight the cubs at the white Sox, 710 start at guarantee rate you darvish on the mound going against dylan cease for the Sox and abdallah we start things off tonight with two teams who are struggling down the stretch the cubs have lost five of six six of seven games have scored two or less runs And the White Sox have lost seven of nine just a week ago. We thought this team was the best team in the American League. They now meet for this final series of the regular season. But really, a lot of concern around both teams as we head into this series. Yeah, absolutely. And if you need someone to stop the bleeding for you, you Darvish is that guy. He's been the Cubs' best pitcher, obviously, going back to the midway point of last season. Uh, he didn't get the result that he wanted in his last outing against the Twins, but you know the, the uh, offense didn't help him at all. The offense hasn't really been helping anybody, but he gave up four earned runs against the Twins on uh, September 20th, last Sunday. And, you know, before that, he got the win against Cleveland, lost to Cincinnati, but again, the offense doesn't come out. You can't I don't put these losses on Darvish when the offense can't do anything. You know what I mean? Like, yes, he's giving up runs, but when you're scoring zero runs, like Darvish could have given up one bad pitch and a solo home run, and the Cubs would have lost the game one to nothing because their offense has been so horrible. I've got some offensive stats for you, Chris, we can get into that just shows how far apart these two teams are when it comes to their offense. Their pitching actually isn't that far apart because we've gotten solid pitching out of both of these teams with both of their, you know, their one and two starters being barely solid. So you're getting good pitching performances, but the offense for these teams, completely different. And the offense for the Sox takes a hit as well as uh, Eloy Jimenez is going to miss uh, most likely these next three games as he gets rest for um, the playoffs that begin next Tuesday. As we enter tonight's action, the Cubs are the third team in the National League sitting at 32 and 25. On this season, if the playoffs were to start tonight, the Cubs would be facing off against the Miami Marlins, who are 29 and 28. The Chicago White Sox in the American League are the four seed at the moment at 34 and 23. And if the season, the postseason started tonight, they'd be facing off against the hated New York Yankees, Mm. who are 32 and 25. So that's what we have setting the table heading into tonight's matchup. Black and Abdallah here on the baseball show with you. If you want to talk baseball with us, the phone lines are open. 312-332-3776. And Adam, a lot at stake here for both teams as they head into this final weekend, especially with seeding. And the divisions are still up in the air. Both the National League and the American League Central, both could be won by either of these teams. 
Yeah, you look at the Cubs' magic number; it's three. So they have to, you know, win these three games. You know, coupled with a couple losses, it might it'll might could be end up being less than three to clinch that division. But you know, ultimately, if you look at the seeding right now, and yeah, the 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 uh, this, the White Sox would face the Yankees, which I I, I don't know about uh. you if. if yeah, it, it would suck. It would be it would be bad to lose the Yankees. It would be bad to lose the Yankees. But I think that they match up better with the Yankees than they do with the Indians, don't you? Well, I mean, at this point, uh, and what they we haven't seen not... them face the Yankees. So, well, and, well, and they they haven't they won two games against the Indians this season. I mean, yeah. To be honest, and you're right, the matchup against the Indians is terrible, and I don't want to see Jose Ramirez anymore. So. Uh, and Shane Beaver, Let, let's not face him again. So I agree with you. That matchup is, is not ideal. But again, if you are a White Sox fan, at least the way I've always viewed it is that, yeah, the Twins, uh, you hate them. You hate the Indians. Uh, the Tigers at times, yeah. The Royals have never really been uh, a team that I've really hated. But I've always hated the New York Yankees. I always feel like those Sox-Yankees series are always series that the fans are really looking forward to. So it would be fun. I just don't want to lose to them. Yeah, plus, I mean, look, if you're a fan, you get your games in prime time because you're, you're, you're facing a marquee team. And if you look at the other side in the National League, Chris, I think the Cubs, do you want to face the Reds right now? I wouldn't want to. No. I, I, I might want to face the Marlins instead. So, yeah, yeah it, it, you're looking at the seeding and you want to try to get you know back on track and win some games. But at the same time, you might be in a better position right now facing the unknown for the White Sox and facing the Yankees and avoiding the known for the Cubs in facing the Reds going into this playoffs that start next week. 312-332-3776. Black and Abdallah previewing the Cubs and the White Sox with you till 7 o'clock right here on ESPN 1000. And Adam, each show we uh, kick things off with our first pitch and let's get to it. The first pitch. The first pitch. Play ball. Throwing out the first pitch, and I have to say, this was rather impressive. On the baseball show. Right. There's your first pitch, and then some. On ESPN 1000. All right, tonight's first pitch is this. Which baseball team in town, the Chicago Cubs or the Chicago White Sox, will go farther in the playoffs, and why? You can tweet the show at Chris Black or at Adam A. Abdallah. You can tweet us your thoughts on that question, or you can call us at 312-332-3776. The phone lines are open for you. And Adam, when I really look at this conversation and this question, trying to figure out which team is going to go farther in the playoffs, I mean, I get that there are three games, three important games that to be had this weekend, but really you are watching all of these games trying to figure out, is Ricky Renteria making bonehead mistakes with his bullpen, thus giving you a lack of confidence that this team can go on past the, the divisional round, past the wild card round even. I, those are concerns that I have at the moment because you've seen some of the bats for the White Sox start to get quiet, and you also see the fact that you're going to need this pitching staff, the likes of Dane Dunning, the likes of Dallas Keuchel, to be lights out in these playoff series to advance to the next round. And when you're with the Chicago Cubs, you know that Lute, that you Darvish is going to have to be your ace. And Kyle Hendricks is going to have to give something. But what will Lester bring you? And then, if you have to go to a fourth pitcher, is it Mills? Is it Quintana? Is it Adzelay? The These are all questions that you have. And also, the bullpen hasn't been great this year. And, of course, that lineup has been atrocious 
this season, the core four, all batting around 200 and really giving you a lack of production throughout the season. So the question is this, which team will go farther and why? Your phone call is at 312-332-3776. My vote right now, Chris, would be for the White Sox, and it's simply based on what they have uh, as far as their offense and their their uh, bullpen depth, right? And I know Renteria can make some odd choices at times. You know, fans have been killing ah, them all day. Did you day. see last night's yeah, game? Dude, I know it cost me money. It, cost, uh, it, 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 it probably cost him his job. Let's be honest. That no, move, no, listen. I, I asked you if you move, saw last night's game. You and I were on the air talking about it when it was happening in real and time And I had last it on night. while it was happening, and, yeah. And we were, we were baffled at the move last night in the 7th. Look, you that move I think was the the straw breaking the camel's back. Uh, I, I I would say that I've seen that a lot, having dealt with a lot of camels in my day. Uh, you know, living overseas, but they can handle a lot of straw. Let me just tell you that they can handle a lot of straw. And <laughs> if that's the straw that broke the camel's back, then I don't know what else he's going to take. Because um, maybe a move you're not going to fire him right now before the, the playoffs start. So it's got to be you need a a better manager who's not just going to be pulling names out of a hat when it comes to relief pitching or leaving guys in too long or dealing with a guy who has, hasn't made a uh, relief appearance in years coming off and you brutal. put him in with the base, with the base is loaded. So, let me, so I think it's the, the, the White Sox, Chris, because look at this. Okay. Let me give you some stats here. Their pitching is somewhat the same. Okay. Their, their team ERA, the Cubs have a team ERA in, of nine. They're ninth in, in team ERA. The White Sox are fourth. The Cubs starter ERA is seventh. The White Sox are fifth. Their starter home runs per nine inning, the Cubs are tenth. The starters home runs per nine innings are eighth. This, that's all they have in common, right? Because then yeah. when you get into relievers, the Cubs have worse relievers. They're twelfth in uh, ERA and eighteenth in home runs per nine. The White Sox are seventh in ERA as far as their relievers go and eighth in home runs per nine. The offense, completely different. Come two different sides of the story. The, the Sox are fifth in average, sixth in runs, third in home runs, fifth in slugging, eighth in OPS, 13th in on-base percentage, and fourth in home run, er, in, uh, run differential. The Cubs, 27th in average, 21st in runs, 18th in home runs, 25th in slugging. 25th in OPS, 18th in on-base percentage, and 10th in run differential. So if I had, I know that both teams are slumping right now. I know that neither fan base really wants to watch these last three games uh, because both teams are performing horribly. But if you had to pick a team where you think, hey, all this takes is one good game, and maybe this could turn, maybe this team could turn the corner. Maybe they'll find something after this slump. It's got to be the White Sox because the offense has been proven based on those numbers throughout the season that they can have success at the plate. So it's more likely that they're going to be able to turn something on in the playoffs or in these last three games than the Cubs. We saw what the White Sox did to the Cubs in the last, uh, the last time they faced them towards the beginning of the season. If that happens again and this team gets hot heading into next week, they could make a run. The Cubs, on the other hand, I don't think they have a run in them because the offense hasn't been there all season. They would have better numbers if they, they had the ability to turn it on. They've been trying. They've been flicking the light switch on and off. It's not a circuit breaker problem. You got to call uh, ComEd and try to figure what's going on. It might be a whole block outage. It might be something, but it's definitely not something that they can just flip the switch on. Let's go to Luca in Palatine. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Luca? 
Hey guys, uh, first time caller. Uh, I'm just calling to say, uh, you know, I've never seen a White Sox team like this in the past. And uh, last time I was excited about watching this team play was years ago. So I just think um, the difference, like you guys had said, uh, in the in the batting and the offense is really what's going to set them apart in the playoffs. But uh, my question is, you think um, from this slump that everyone's in, you know, I think it's because they made the playoffs. But uh, is do you see uh, this continuing into the playoffs, or do you think this is more so just for like you know because they already made it? Yeah, great call, great call, Luca. Appreciate it. Call again. You know, to answer that question, Abdallah, I really don't know how to answer that. I I feel as if you you said it on this show that maybe this young group clinched a playoff berth, and then they would be a little hungover or whatever, and you you joked about it and. You weren't saying legitimately they'd be hungover from celebrating, but like maybe there is something too. They clinched so early, they kind of let off the gas a little. And now we're seeing them try and like jam back into the race and try and figure out like, whoa, we better really figure this out this weekend because before we know it, we may play six games or five games and might be out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like in the wild card rounds, a three, three game round, if you get to the third game. Yeah, I think that that comes down to leadership. I mean, think about earlier in the season, Chris, when the White Sox had one game where they looked like they weren't all in on it. And then Dallas Keuchel had that team meeting and called them out in the media and basically said, look, I've been on playoff teams. I've won a World Series. I know what it takes. And right now, that effort that you guys gave yesterday isn't going to be enough to do anything in the postseason. And then they and Keuchel was good again yet. yesterday. Yesterday was a must-win game, and Keuchel was good once again. Six innings, four hits, one run, two walks, three strikeouts. He threw 93 pitches. His ERA is under two, 1.99 on the season. I mean, yesterday Keuchel showed up. Oh, absolutely. So what is going to happen? Is he going to have to make another speech? This is on Renteria. This is on man. Managers are there to maintain the clubhouse as well. They say, you know, setting the lineup, all that kind of stuff, bringing in relievers, but more, more so than anything, it's to set culture. It shouldn't be on the players every single time. Look, if a guy wants to have a closed door meeting and call people out, that's fine. Dallas Keuchel's been there before. He's earned that right. He can do whatever he wants to. But this now, the second time heading into a playoffs, we, we talked about professional managers before and how Joe Madden would have three team meetings every single year. He would have one in spring training to set up the season. He would have one around the halfway point, and he would have one to set up the postseason. This is on Renteria to get these guys together and to say, hey, get your stuff in order. Get your blank together because what you guys have been doing, the effort that you guys have been been making hasn't been enough. And you're not going to go anywhere. Ask He can point to Dallas and be like, ask, ask Dallas. Like, ask Keuchel. Like, you guys aren't, aren't you know, up to par right now with what we're going to be facing. Look at the Yankees. Look at the dudes that can mash on the Yankees. Look at the pitching that the Yankees have. You think you're going to go in there and win a series uh, after playing like this the past few days? It, it, it's, it's on management to go in there and give that rah-rah, it's time to, you know, throw a trash can across the room or whatever and get this team kicked back into gear. Who will go farther in the playoffs and why the Chicago Cubs or the Chicago White Sox? Your phone call is coming up next. I see Steve. I see Tim. I see Tyler. You're all on hold. You will be on the air. A few lines open for you at 312-332-3776. Your call is here on the baseball show next. 
This is the Baseball Show with Black and Abdallah. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. The Red Line rivalry, Cubs and White Sox, three on the south side this weekend to wrap up the final weekend of the 60-game 2020 baseball season. Black and Abdallah talking baseball with you at 312-332-3776. Let's go to Steve in Elmhurst. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Steve? Hey, guys. Uh, you know, I think that it's it's very easy to say that the White Sox should go further because they've got the better ball club this year. I think that's fair to say. Um, I, but I, I don't think that that's the way it's going to go because I think if you look at the matchups, that's the crucial uh, element here. If the White Sox have got to play the Yankees, I just don't think, see them getting out of that series. And, uh, and I know the Cubs are having a tougher time scoring than Beavis and Butthead, but at the same time, <laughs> You know, they, they can uh, throw out a couple of really good pitchers, you know, uh, Darvish and Hendricks, and, you know, they can win the short series in the, to start out. I think once you get to the playoffs, the pressure's really up because there's going to be so little expected of this team. So I could see them performing well, at least in the first couple of series. I don't see them getting, you know, to past the NLCS, if they were even to get there, and I don't see them getting there. But I think they could very easily get through the first round against the Marlins. Thank you for the call, Steve. I appreciate it. I think when we ask the question, which team will go farther in the playoffs, Abdallah, I I think that Steve hits it on the head because the Cubs are probably the weaker team, but they probably have the better chance at going farther based on where they're seated right now. They'd face against the Marlins the 3-6 matchup and they would face off against the winner of the Reds, the seventh seed, against the Braves, the two seed, and they would avoid the Padres and the Dodgers on the other side of the bracket until at least the NLCS. I feel as if the White Sox are in a tougher setup of the bracket where they would face off against the Yankees, and then in the next round, they would either have the Blue Jays or the Rays waiting them. And I'm not sold that the Sox, you know, a week ago I would have said no problem. The Sox could get to the ALCS, but things have changed and they have slumped and they have been pretty bad. So now I'm concerned with teams like the Rays and the Yankees on their side of the bracket. Uh, I think you're right, but I also think that, you know, the Sox can match up well, match up better with anybody if those bats come around. You know, if the bats come back by the time they get there, then I think they'll be all right. I mean, do you trust? I don't think the Cubs could beat the Reds or the Braves in a series right now. I don't know if they can beat the Marlins, but I think, I think that their starting pitching, their first two pitches that they would line up would be better than the Marlins. But once you get to that second round, the Braves, the Reds, I don't like those two situations for the Cubs. You know, the Reds can hit, the Braves can hit. Uh, they both have good pitching. And I think the White Sox are more likely to, I mean, look, the White Sox got to Plesak yesterday. The problem is that they had a bad managerial decision. They, got, they can get to good pitching. They've found ways to win games. The problem is you put in a dude who hasn't pitched in months, who hasn't made a relief appearance in years, and you put him out there with the bases loaded. If not for that decision, we'd have be having a completely different conversation today about the White Sox. Yes, they have been losing, but if you can beat 
a, a pitcher like that against a team that you've struggled with in your division leading into the final series of the year, we're having a different conversation about the White Sox today because of Renteria's decision. And it's 100% that. They had that game practically yeah. won. And because yeah. of the, the, the decision, and look, Man, it's a result. so disappointing. It, well, it's a results-based thing. Like, look, if he puts in Rodon and he gets out of it, we're like, wow, great move, right? Like, it's a little questionable, but we're like, wow, great move. He puts in Bummer, and Bummer does the same thing. And you're like, well, maybe Bummer wasn't ready. Maybe you shouldn't have put him in. Like, he could have put in uh, any reliever in that situation. Bummer was fine. No, Come I agree with you. It's what fine. he does. It's what Aaron Bummer does. I get it. But any pitcher that, we've, that he puts out there that is just coming back, like Rodon and Bummer, either two of those pitchers go out there, and we're questioning his decision. If it's a guy that's been in there for a while, we're not questioning the decision. Not bummer because that's a role he's supposed to be in. Okay, it's Rodon because that's not fine. something Rodon does, even when he's healthy. That's my why point, it's so frustrating. My point is that the game was won, and we'd be having a different conversation today and not talking about which team would go farther. We'd be talking about, well, the White Sox are about to get hot. They beat Zach Plesak. They beat, you know, an Indians team that they've been having trouble with to, you know, to get a win in that final game of that series. They're, the, the Cubs are coming to them. Look what they did to the Cubs last time. And watch out Yankees or whoever, they, if they move up, uh, watch out Houston because this team is coming and they might be finding something again, you know. Like, I think if this, was a, if this was a playoff game, Aloy might be able to gut this injury out and go play. But, I mean, uh, other than seeding, what does this series matter? Both teams are in the playoffs. Well. Well, I mean, they they could both clinch their divisions still. Uh, let's no, go to I get Tyler. That, but they're both in the playoffs, you know. Like, yeah, let's go to Tyler right now. Let's go to Tyler in Arlington Heights. You're on ESPN 1000. Tyler, who will go farther in the playoffs? Um, honestly, I hear both of you guys side, and um, I and I'm a true diehard Cubs fan, and everything in my heart wants to say the Cubs, but just watching this team this year, I just don't think the Cubs will go farther. I think the Sox will. And hearing you, Chris, and about, like, the matchups, unfortunately, I just don't even trust the Cubs to get more than two runs. Like, if you, Darvish, or Kyle Hendricks, or even John Lester throw a lights-out game, I just don't trust the Cubs' offense to, like, to, to really get anything at the moment. And at least with the Sox you've seen throughout the year, up until recently, those, those bats, are they're lively. And it's just one of those, I, I just think it's going to come down to the offense, and, you know, the Cubs just don't have it this year. Thank yeah, thank, thank you for the call, Tyler. We appreciate it. Let's go to uh, Byron in Logan Square. You're on ESPN 1000. Hey, it's Brian. Um, What's up, Brian? I think the, hey, I think the White Sox are going to go farther. Um, pending Ricky's decision-making gets a little bit better. I know we've talked to death about him trying out different scenarios throughout this season. My question for you guys is, though, when the playoffs start, did we get everyone back? Is Edward Encarnacion going to be in the lineup over McCann? over Angle, over Grandal. And then uh, second question, uh, Crochet seems like, you know, he's been proven in his young career to, you know, be pretty good. Do you think that this series against the Cubs, they're going to try about a higher level of situations? That it's, what's his uh, potential uh, pecking order in our bullpen? Yeah, no, good question there, uh, Brian. Thanks for the phone call. Call again. You know, uh, to answer the second part first, Garrett Crochet, uh, he wasn't used yesterday. He was used back-to-back on Tuesday and Wednesday, and he uh, made his debut on Sunday. He's, used, he's been used three times heading into the week, and Abdallah, I, I would assume he's going to be a major player in this weekend series against the Cubs, and I, I agree with what Brian's saying there. I think Crochet has earned a spot to be utilized 
uh, by Ricky if Ricky is going to manage the bullpen successfully here in the playoffs. I think his ability to hit 101, 102 on the radar and just hit strikes high in the zone, I think that is something that every team that wants to try and win a championship, you need an arm like that out of the pen, especially someone who is a lefty like that. So I think uh, Crochet is definitely going to be a solid part of the the, uh, bullpen heading into the playoffs. And the first part of his question, I agree. You know, I was looking up on fan graphs, the weighted runs created plus stat for players on the White Sox today. And Encarnacion is at 83. Now, we've talked a lot this summer about how bad some of the Cubs players have been, like Schwarber at 86, Bryant at 62, Baez at 52. I mean, basically, McCann needs to play over Encarnacion. And I, I need to see Grandal in the lineup with McCann multiple times as we head into the playoffs. And unfortunately, Edwin might just have to be a bat off the bench when we get into the playoffs because he's, he's just not had a good year. Yeah, Chris. And, you know, to, to go with, to talk about crochet, I think that any, any team would want a lefty that can throw 101, 102 miles oh, an yeah. hour. That's a huge weapon in the playoffs. You might need Edwin Encarnacion more than you think. If you read Scott Merkin's tweets just now, Aloy Jimenez is talking to the media, and he does not sound completely confident that he'll be ready for the first playoff series. He says, it doesn't feel good because we are in the playoffs. For me right now, this kind of just kind of sucks. But it's still a possibility I can play, so I'm not going to give up. I'm going to do whatever I need to play and help the team win. So that might put him at DH more, you know, like if you need, or a, you know, uh, I mean, or a pinch hitting situation, you know, he's not, I don't think he's going to play at all uh, in, in this series. I mean, look, if he's saying he might not be ready for the wild card series, there's no way he's playing this weekend against the Cubs, nor should he, but that is a huge, huge offensive output that you're going to need in the playoffs that, that might be missing because of the injury yesterday. We're previewing the Cubs and the White Sox at 7-10 on the south side. Darvish against Cease. Who will go farther in the playoffs and why? You can give us a call at 312-332-3776. More calls coming up next here on The Baseball Show. The Baseball Show with Black and Abdallah. Week 9 and 6 on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Friday night, red line rivalry taking place this weekend. And how about this? Shout out to our Twitchers, Abdallah, ESPN Yo. 1000 Chicago. The Twitch crew getting that chat going on a Friday night. How about that? Yeah, I mean, look, it's popping. People are drinking. They're telling us what they're drinking, you know, like uh, drink responsibly, of course. But uh, yeah, absolutely. People are, you know, watching us uh, watch a screen and all that good stuff. <laughs> they can see you dancing just now right yeah they want to uh shy white Sox one wants to know if i'm betting on the ufc and who i got uh i was betting on ufc when i didn't have like other sports to gamble on i'm not saying it's not a sport don't get me wrong don't get me wrong yeah i'm not saying it's not a sport but with football and baseball and basketball and everything i don't uh i am not focusing on it but if you have a play please offer it up in the twitch chat and i will gladly look into it uh, we'll take maybe, maybe throw some bets on it for sure. We'll take more of your phone calls at 312-332-3776. Quickly, before we get to the series tonight, just to look back on August 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 
That was the first three-game set between these teams. The first game, the White Sox won 10-0. And remember, the Sox hit six home runs in that game. Jose Abreu hit two home runs for himself. On the 22nd, the Sox won 7-4. Abreu in that contest hit three more home runs, five total in two games. And then on the 23rd, the Cubs won the finale 2-1. Yu Darvish struck out 10, and he pitched seven innings as the White Sox took two of three the first time these two teams met up earlier this season. Let's go back to the phones, and let's go to Tim on the south side on ESPN. Ah, memories, huh, boys? It's good well, to have memories of August 21st. 20. It all came apart Tim, I didn't even uh, introduce week, huh? you properly, and you started going. You know, what, you know what's wrong with White Sox fans? You've been ifing for 15 years. If Ricky Renteria brings in Bummer, if... <laughs> Rick Hahn doesn't trade Fernando Tatis Jr. If he signs Manny Machado, if he doesn't get Adam Dunn, if he doesn't do this, if you guys have been ifing for 15 years, if my aunt had a blank, she'd be my uncle. You, you, you guys, you've been ifing for that long. Do you know what? Another thing, you guys are trying to figure out who you're going to play in the playoffs. When you start yeah. doing that, you're in trouble. The Cubs in 15 beat Garrett Cole and went on to the Final Four. In the 2016 World Series, they beat Scherzer, Clayton Kershaw, and Kluber with the same lineup, Chris. What are you yeah. trying? Again, the Cubs have been having a terrible well, Tim, year. Tim, Tim, answer this for me. Wait, if it's the hang same on. lineup, hang on. If it's the same lineup, why have they struggled to score well, runs? Hang on. I'll, I'll tell you, because it's the same lineup that beat Clayton Kershaw, Scherzer, Kluber, but you guys don't say that because you're Sox fans. You've been ifing your way the past 15 years. If you would ever say anything negative about the White Sox, it would be the first time. But what, what, this year the Cubs have Negative about the White Sox. Remember Did you see the game 32? yesterday? They were terrible. Right in front of me, 32. St. Louis just lost. They gained their, their magic numbers down to two. The White Sox... What's Minnesota Twins number? St. Louis just lost three to nothing to the Milwaukee Brewers. You guys say that? No, because you're worried about the Cubs clinching tonight and you guys being embarrassed this weekend. Listen, you may you're gonna make the playoffs. You're already in the playoffs. But a wild card, thanks to the pandemic. You're like the Blackhawks. You're like the Bulls. You're gonna have to rebuild your whole freaking management. You're gonna have to rebuild everything. Ricky Renteria is not a manager. Maybe there's some other guy that could help this team, but Ricky's not the guy. Chris, you know it. I know it. I'm just a dumb Cub fan, but we are in the playoffs every year, and you guys make it one year, and you're bragging about your piece of crap team? Tim, what I don't understand is you list off that your team, the Cubs, beat Scherzer, and you beat Garrett Cole right. on way to a championship, hey, and Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, okay, you so why is Baez batting 196? Or Rizzo's batting 220. Right. What is going on here? To me. We already won the division. Which which we one of Chris division. Bryant's five and RBI are your favorite from this 200. season? They're you guys are making fun of the Cubs. Oh, they won another division. They won 97 games and they're not hitting. How do you win 97 games and not hit in 2017? Which one of the How five RBI are your favorite from Chris Bryant? Last year, they lost nine in a row because Baez and Rizzo were walking around in boots. Baez wasn't even playing. Nico Horner had to come up and take over for Baez. Chris Bryant, once a, Chris Bryant is injury-prone the past two years. You guys don't say any of that. You guys just, well, the Cubs haven't been hitting. How are they winning the division this year? 
How did they sweep the Cleveland Indians when you guys got your ass kicked by the Cleveland Indians? 4-0 the Cubs are with Cleveland. They beat Milwaukee 12-0 just a week ago. The lineup is there, boys. You're going to have to face it. Thank you for the call, Tim. We appreciate it. <laughs> you wouldn't That's answer it, my question, up? Abdallah. He wouldn't answer my question, Mike. I don't know. Is he still there? Is Tim still there? No. You know the end of Mad Men where it's just uh, Don Draper and he's just sitting on the beach yeah. and he's just yeah. closing his eyes? That's what I did during that last uh, those last well, three minutes. Well, first of all, that's when, when Don Draper is lost. That's, that's where he's at. He's completely lost. So he goes no, to a... And he finds himself. Yeah, right. Exactly. And, and you know what? He, here's the thing. Tim can be loud. And he can talk over me, but he didn't answer the question. And the question is, which one of the five RBI from Chris Bryant was his favorite from this season? That's all I wanted to know. That should, That's all I wanted to that. know. Put that on the poll. Which one's your favorite? Which RBI which is your favorite? Fa- well, they only give you four options. So, so you'd have to say, like, besides his first one, <laughs> which one was your favorite? Let's go to John in Evingston. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, John? Hey, guys. Well, you know, um, Renteria proved to me last night he does not have a clue. He's been using yeah. Cordero for, like, months, and yeah. that guy's arm's about to fall off. That's not his fault that he didn't get the job done. He's totally worn out. Then you bring, in a, then you bring somebody in that's been a starter, hasn't pitched since August, and hasn't relieved in three years, and you bring him in with nobody out and the base is loaded, and you expect him to get the job done. Look, you know, I understand this is a young ball club. And I understand that when this team is ready to win, Renteria will be paid off and long gone. And I appreciate that after this past road trip, where they should have clinched the best record, believe me. Um. Tonight, I'm going to watch the NHL playoffs. Oh, no, uh, John. Wanted, don't, huh? John, don't ditch, don't ditch the White Sox already. They got three more here, and they can, mm. they can do it. Uh, if, you know, maybe I'll watch them tomorrow night. I just, I, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, after last night, I was ready to throw a beer bottle at the TV yeah. watching Ricky try to figure out his bullpen. Yeah, we were baffled by the decision while we were doing the show last night, too. Yeah, and you absolutely. Know, the thing that bothers me the most is how is he going to lose a playoff game for us if he can't manage during the season and get us those wins that would have won the league for us? Yeah. I mean, he, he's, he ought to leave the bullpen completely up to his pitching coach and just stay the hell away from that area altogether. Yeah, thank you for the call, John. We appreciate it. Let's go to Kevin in River North. You're listening to ESPN 1000. What's up, Kevin? Hey, guys. Uh, it's going to be hard to follow up, Tim, but I do, I do <laughs> think Tim made one good one good point, which is young guys on the White Sox versus veteran, been there, done that guys on the Cubs. And this translates to all sports, including basketball and young guys mm-hmm. like Tyler Hero and, and the Celtics, I'd rather roll the dice with guys that I know have been there and done that. I know Chris Bryant has five RBIs, but he has been there in those big games and proven and done it. That's why I always like veteran teams. I like the Lakers over the Clippers were young. I like the Cubs over the White Sox were really young hitters. I'm not sure if it translates to baseball as much as basketball, but I do think Tim made one good point, which has been there, done that, guys. You know, this is only one-third of the season, so if Javi Baez batting 190 last year, 
they still got two-thirds of the season to make it up. So, like I said, just been there, done that, guys. I'm a Cubs fan, and uh, go Cubs. Kevin, before you leave, uh, the only thing I would point out, though, is isn't that kind of the mindset that we've taken with the Cubs the last couple of seasons is that they would just at some point turn it on and then we get to the end of the year and they win 84 games and they never actually turn it on? Oh, I mean, I'm definitely disappointed as a Cubs fan the last couple of years. I think we underachieved. At the same time, you know, a team is a team. It's 25 guys. Cubs are in first place because it's a bad division, but also because as a team they're good. The pitching's good, and you know I'm going to go down fighting with Chris Bryant. He's he's one of my guys. Javi Baez is one of my guys. It's not been a good year. I actually have a small little point. I'll just try to be quick with it. Is this whole video thing of uh, not having video usage? It's kind of like a QB not having an iPad during a season. So you take that tool away from them, and you, and they've been doing that for a couple of years. It's kind of hard to adjust. You know, it's not an excuse, but it is a reality. Thanks, Kevin. Call again, all right, man? Absolutely. Appreciate it. All right, that's Kevin from the north side. Bleck and Abdallah with you here on ESPN 1000. We'll have the stab the night and more calls as we preview the White Sox and the Cubs, the red line rivalry. More to come right here on ESPN 1000. This is the baseball show. This, this, this is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Tonight on the South Side, Cubs and Sox, red line rivalry. You Darvish on the mound for the Chicago Cubs. He's 7-3 with a 2.22 ERA. And Dylan Cease goes for the Chicago White Sox. He's 5-3 with a 3.52 ERA. And those numbers look pretty good for Dylan Cease, but I think uh, most Sox fans would want him to have some more control tonight to go with that sick stuff that he has and hopefully get one last good start in before we head to the playoffs. I think it would really help the mindset for most White Sox fans. Yeah, Chris, we've talked about it before, how you know he leaves a lot in the past, his past few outings, not the most recent ones, but uh, earlier in the season, he was leaving a lot of guys on base. He was you know, getting out of jams uh, pretty easily, and that led to his low ERA and his low numbers. But now luck is kind of catching up with him where guys are catching up to his fastball. Uh, he's not those guys that he are getting on base are actually coming through and scoring runs. So it's kind of the luck has kind of run out for him the last few starts. And that's not something you want to see heading into a playoff series. You know, you may not need him in the wild card round if you get wins out of Giolito and Keiko because it's only a three game series. But once you get into the DS and the CS and the World Series, there's no days off. So there's you're not going to be able to line up your pitchers and, you know, have them go on short rest because, there's you're going games one through seven, if needed, are going to take seven games and it's going to take seven days. So you can't you're going to have to rely on a four, a third and fourth starter for sure, because, you know, there's no there's no line in this up. There's no off days. So Cease is mm-hmm. going to be starting if they should they move on, you know, and the same with the with the Cubs, you know, what are they going to do? Are they going to use some form of Quintana, Alzale, Mills in a game and try to get through that way? Uh, for a fourth game, who knows? So it's going to be it's going to be a different playoff round or or World Series or playoff run for everybody just because of the way the schedule plays out. And obviously, Darvish against the White Sox on August twenty third, he went seven innings and struck out ten. As the Cubs won that game two to one, you Darvish tonight makes his final regular season start. He looks to become the National League's first eight game winner. 
He enters tonight 7-2 with a 2.22 ERA in the 11 starts this season. Among National League pitchers, he's tied for first in wins and quality starts, fifth in ERA, and opponent on base, uh, he, on opponent OPS at 598. He's tied for fifth in strikeouts as well with 88 this season. You Darvish has had a stellar season this year for the Cubs. Oh, absolutely. He's a Cy Young candidate, I think. I mean, if you go back to uh, the second half of last season, he had, you know, the lowest, uh, the least amount of walks going back to uh, the, the second half of last season. He slowed down his approach uh, on the mound. It's working for him. Um, and if, if it gets results, then, you know, more power to him. The games are going to take five hours. But whatever, if he's getting wins and he's having success, then I don't see a problem with it. Uh, he's like the anti-Mark Burley, right? He's just He wants to take his time <laughs> in between every single pitch. Um, and that may lead to, you know, batters thinking about the next pitch a little longer. You kind of play these head games a little bit, but it, he controls his breathing a little better. He calms down a little bit. And I think it, it's working for him. And I don't know if he's going to win the Cy Young, but if he's the only guy with eight wins, I know wins are a meaningless stat because so many factors have to contribute to the win. But he's definitely a Cy Young candidate in the National League for sure. Thanks to Sean Davis for producing tonight's show. You can download the podcast of the baseball show on the ESPN Chicago app. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can find the baseball show. And also remember to download the Black and Abdallah podcast right there on the ESPN Chicago app. Let's go to stat of the night. Jombie's on base percentage was 476. Stat of the night. Damon's on base, 324. And Almeida's was 291. On the baseball show. Add that up and you get... You want me to speak? When I point you get? 1092. On ESPN 1000. So, Val, this is more like... 20 stats of the night tonight. I I found a column on MLB.com earlier today, and it says these 20 stats aren't weird. They're bonkers. Uh, But really, it's pretty interesting because it goes through 20 different stats that are crazy based on the 60-game schedule that we see in Major League Baseball, like the Twins' home winning percentage of 821 which would be the best home winning percentage of all time, or the Dodgers road winning percentage of 733, which would uh, be in in the comparable era of uh, third greatest of all time. Um, The Dodgers, 107 home runs, which would give them a home run rate of 17.9 at bats. They hit a home run, which would eclipse the Yankees record, the best ever of 18.3 last year. So instead of just giving you one stat, I'm going to point you to this column, 20 weird stats that are bonkers from MLB.com. 20 crazy Mm. stats right there that you can kind of uh, take a look at. Freddie Freeman's OPS of 1451 with runners in scoring position. Juan Soto's career OPS of 967. He's only 21. Insane. Yeah, that uh, those are a lot of numbers, Chris, and those are whack. <laughs> those are some wacky races stats. Here. Like I feel like I feel like I'm the the dog that's riding behind yeah. the count. The count that's doing the <laughs> like the 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 weird wheezy uh, uh, yeah. laugh. And I don't let me give you one local counts. one local one before we go. Nick Madrigal batting average with two strikes entering Thursday is three forty. Crazy stat. So there you go. There's a White Sox stat. Uh, that, that has been the baseball show. The Sox and the Cubs 
coming up at 710 on the south side. We'll be back on Monday at 6 with the baseball show to get you ready for the Major League Baseball playoffs. Woo! Coming up next here on ESPN 1000. Go ahead, Abdallah. No, I said woo. Yay. Oh, it, Good. Whoa. Uh, check yeah. out Chicago's, Chicago's Couch Tailgate tomorrow at 11 a.m. And the odds couples coming up next right here on ESPN 1000. You've been listening to The Baseball Show. If you miss something, you can always get the podcast on your time. Click the Baseball Show tile on the new ESPN Chicago app. Join us weeknights at 6 for The Baseball Show, presented by the Goose Island Beer Company and sponsored by the PointsBet Sportsbook on ESPN 1000.